Hello and welcome to the Light from Light podcast. My name is Brother Thomas Therese. I'm a Dominican friar and a son of the English province. And today I want to reflect a little on the Christian understanding of power and humility. The last two reflections, we looked at Christ's kingship. And as such, we should have a bit of an insight into how God conceives power. We might think that power from God's perspective is all about control and exclusivity. Because after all, isn't God omnipotent? But actually, we've seen that actually it's the opposite. We looked in our last reflection at the non-competitive nature of God. The non-competitive nature of God in respect to his kingship and how God wills to share his glory with his people. We read in 2 Peter, God's divine power has given us everything we need to live a godly life through our knowledge of the one who called us to share his own glory and goodness. In this way, he has given us the very great and precious gifts he promised. It is by these gifts, St. Peter says, that we are to become partakers of the divine nature. We see then that God's power is actually all about sharing, sharing his inner life, sharing his gifts with the ones he loves, sharing his gifts with his creation. It's also an act of radical humility, just as it's an act of humility for God to take to himself a human nature and to become a child in Bethlehem, just as it's an act of humility for Christ to ride into Jerusalem on the donkey, just as it's an uh, an act of divine humility for Christ to suffer for us and to be stripped of his garments and to be crucified to death. Though it's not simply then God's non-competitive nature that we should consider, but also the divine generosity and the divine humility. And I would suggest that humility and generosity are fantastic ways to prepare ourselves for the coming of Christ again in glory. In November, of course, we prayed for our dead and we reflected on death and judgment, heaven, hell, purgatory. Well, now we're in Advent and again we look forward to that time when we remember the Incarnation. We look forward to Christmas Day. But Advent's not just about looking back at the past, remembering the great things that God has already done for us. But it's also about looking forward to when God will come again in glory and that we will be judged by our merciful Saviour. The run-up to Christmas then that we call that holy season of Advent is a time of preparation to prepare for the second coming of Christ, when Christ will come again to judge the living and the dead. Are we ready for when Christ comes again? Have I made room for Christ, for God, in my life here and now? What are the sorts of things that I need to let go of? What are the sorts of things I need to confess? How do I need to reform my life to become more Christ-like? That takes tremendous humility and courage. You know, most of us, I think, would like to think that if the Holy Family knocked on our door, that we would find room for them in our house. But let's ask ourselves, well, have I prepared a space for God in my life already? 
have I prepared a space for God in my life at the moment? Well, how do I make room for God? Well, how did God make room for us? In a manner of speaking in his own inner life. The divine person took to himself a human nature. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. This was a great act of humility which teaches us about what God desires, what is pleasing in the eyes of the Lord. It's humility. And through our humility, we make space for God in our lives. Only the humble truly can have enough space in their hearts for God. St. Therese of Lisieux, as we've said often on the podcast, she said that when she stands before the judgment seat of God, she will stand empty-handed because she has no good works of her own. Everything she has is being given to her by the Lord and will have been given to her out of his generosity and goodness. But it's her humility which opens wide the doors for Jesus Christ. It's a humility that prepares the way for the Lord in her life. When we stand empty-handed before the throne of grace, we are asking God to fill our hands. We recognize that we need what only he can give. I think also of the statue of Our Lady of the Smile or Our Lady of Grace on the Miraculous Medal. She stands there open-handed, open-handed because she has received everything she has from God, but also because she gives everything away as mother of the king and as mother of the church, as our mother. Our Blessed Mother and St. Therese of Lisieux both exemplify that virtue of humility that is best exemplified in Jesus Christ. The virtue best and most fully exemplified by God himself in his earthly life through his incarnation, through his crucifixion and death. Are we prepared to imitate our saviour? We may not be crucified as he was 2,000 years ago, but he nevertheless says to each and every one of us, take up your cross and follow me. Each of us stands in need in some way. Each of us has something we need to let go of and to surrender to the Lord. Humility is, of course, closely related to another important theme of Advent and Christmas time, gratitude gratitude. Mary sang that great hymn that we call the Magnificat in gratitude and thanksgiving in Eucharistia. He who is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. Perhaps then through our Advent, let us commit ourselves to recognizing and showing gratitude, to growing in humility in imitation of our Lord. God bless you.